the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Six o'clock hour, Bruce Hooley Show. Final six o'clock hour of the Bruce Hooley Show. If you missed it, the show is moving. Monday, we will air 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And I understand that there are some of you who think you cannot access the show anymore on your way home, but most of you are incorrect. And it's very easy if you have Bluetooth in your car or if you have a cell phone, a smartphone. Aaron Light will remain the producer of the show. And Aaron, tell the folks just how easy it is to download the podcast or have the podcast sent to your phone of the Bruce Hooley Show so that when they get out of work, it's right there waiting for them. Yeah, well, just like now, right after the show, we'll post all the entire show up on the website, 989theanswer.com. You can also subscribe through it to through any of your favorite podcast locations. Yeah, when you go to 989theanswer.com, there's a button right there that says subscribe. Yeah, and uh, one tip as well is if you're thinking, I don't want to stream the show or I'm not able to stream the show, whenever you're on Wi-Fi somewhere, just download the show, Mm -hmm. and then you can listen to it anywhere without using your data. Without using your data. So, yeah, whether it goes through your car or not, a lot of people just listen through their uh, their phone through their cars now, yeah. Sure, so Um, easy to do. So, yeah, yeah, 989theanswer.com, and uh, we hope we don't lose you here from 5 to 7 because you can still listen to the show every day. And if not, you can listen to Charlie Kirk live right here. Absolutely. And also, uh, you know, I think we're heading toward streaming the show on Facebook, on the Hooli Show Facebook page at some point. Keep your eye out for that. And you can always respond to the show on Facebook. Uh, Weigh in after you listen to the podcast. Give me your thoughts on what it is. Uh, it's over the lunch hour, so if you're eating lunch, um, a lot of people stream uh, things at work, so we hope you'll stream the show. We hope you'll listen. We're looking forward to doing it in the midday. Now, I promised you there is a study, but not involving kids, where the efficacy, the effectiveness of masks is rated. I always say people should have the right to choose whether they should wear masks. Here's the thing. If you want to wear a mask, in fact, I was at a school orientation last night, okay? I would say 95% of the people were not wearing masks. Kids were roaming the halls, they were looking at their classrooms, getting their schedules down, finding out where their locker is, and 95% of the people there in a crowd of about, mm, I'd say 350, 400 people, were not wearing masks. The other people that wanted to wear masks could wear masks. No problem. Here's the thing. If you are a mask devotee. You do not need a mask mandate to wear a mask. But if there had been a mask mandate last night, we would have been inconveniencing or intruding on the viewpoints, the beliefs, 
the comfort level of 95% of the people for 5% of the people. Okay? So that seems an out-of-whack relationship, does it not? If you really want to wear a mask, you can. And no one will say anything bad to you. But what about masks? Do they work? Do they not work? As I said before, talking to a psychologist friend of mine today, I said, what about masks? Do they work? No studies. Why no studies? Because you're never going to be able to put some kids in masks and some kids not in masks and do a study because the perception is masks aren't good for kids socially, psychologically, maybe even physically. So I found 13 studies out there about masks, but I only found one that rated the effectiveness of masks since COVID, okay? Because we're talking about COVID, the particles of COVID. So here is that study, and here is what it found. It had a control group, because with adults, you know, make your own decision. Want to sign up for the study? Not want to sign up for the study? Fine. Study was done in 2020 in Denmark. It had 4,800 participants. The groups were divided between a mask-wearing group, which were provided high-quality, three-layer, listen closely, surgical masks, and a control group that was unmasked. It took place in the spring of 2020 in Denmark when Denmark was encouraging social distancing but not mask use. 93% of those in the mask group wore masks, as recommended. So they got pretty much complete buy-in from, from the group that they wanted masked. Here's what they found. The study found that 1.8% of those in the mask group became infected with COVID within a month. 1.8%. And 2.1% of those who were unmasked became infected with COVID within a month. The 0.3% difference was not deemed statistically significant. Okay, but you say, eh, not necessarily applicable to my kid's mask, Bruce, because he wears a cloth mask. He doesn't wear a three-layer surgical mask. And you are right. So all the studies I found rated surgical masks. None of them rated cloth masks. So now i got to find a study about cloth masks. In 2015 in Vietnam, 1,100 participants tested cloth masks against surgical masks. Okay, now it's not COVID, because this was pre-COVID, but we now have a study six years ago comparing cloth masks to surgical masks. The trial tested the protection of healthcare workers instructing them to wear a two-layer cloth mask at all times on every shift. The study found that those in the cloth mask group were 13 times more likely to develop an influenza-like illness than those in the surgical mask group. That is a statistically significant difference. 13 times more likely. The trial also lab-tested penetration rates found that while surgical mask, surgical mask, okay, penetration rate, 
How much of the goofy, yucky, viral stuff is getting through the mask? That's what they mean by penetration rates. The lab tested penetration rates and found that while surgical masks were poor, poor at preventing the penetration of particles, letting 44% through, cloth masks were extremely poor, letting 97% of particles through. It's political theater, folks. It is political theater to wear a mask. It is the presumption of protection without the actual veracity proven by control group studies that they work. They don't work. They don't work. They provide, I'm sure, some psychological comfort. You know what they really provide? They cover the booty of people like Andrew Ginther and Danny O'Connor and cowardly school boards out there who want to penalize little kids under the age of 12 who can't be vaccinated by making them mask up. No studies out there show that masks work, let alone that cloth masks work, particularly on kids who are constantly touching it, keeping it in their pocket, reusing it all day long, sweating into it. It is political theater. But Pickerington jumped in today. Express Live Newport Music Hall, the basement A&R Music Bar, all owned by Promo West Productions. They jumped in today. Crazy. So, I don't know how it'll go if you refuse to do it. I don't know if we'll get back to the point where you'll be expelled from stores, buildings. I'm pretty determined that I'm not going to do it. I'm also very hopeful the school my kids are attending for the first time this year won't ask for kids to do it. Because I think if they do, uh, they're going to encounter some pretty upset parents. And this being a private school, uh, I think they have to be exceedingly aware of what the parents want because it is a place where they're not good options. This is by far our best option. But um, hopefully it won't get to that point. Don't forget, business owners, you have an ally. AUINFO.com. They're a phenomenal group of people. They understand your business because, well, they're a business. They have 17 employees. That's a very successful small business, but not so small that they can't get things done for you and not so large that they can't identify with your challenges. If you are a business of, let's say, two people, you and someone else, or up to 50 people, they specialize in aligning you with others like you who can increase your buying power when it comes to benefits or getting better rates for your benefits, health dental, vision, disability. Also, they understand your HR challenges. You want your employees to develop. You want your employees to be abreast of all the latest state regulations and all that. You just don't know how to make it happen. Well, they know how to make it happen. They have an HR specialist dedicated on site, ready to help anytime. A click away, auiinfo.com, and the service is all free to you. It's not like, oh, I get three visits to the site free, and then they're going to charge me. No, they're all free. 
They're paid by the companies that you choose to do business with, and you will be astounded how much information they know that would take you weeks to research, and you wouldn't even have the certainty and the satisfaction of knowing you absolutely have the right answer. But they exist in this world. They know all the details. They'll share them with you, all free to you, auiinfo.com. Don't forget that name, auiinfo.com. Now, every day in our world, there are weird stories, and there are uh, horrific stories, and this is both. A Florida mom, 21 years old, was on a Zoom call when her horrified fellow participants saw her fall backward. What happened is that her toddler had discovered a loaded gun in the apartment that had been left there uh, by her husband. I believe the two might be estranged. And he shot his mother to death on the Zoom call. Um, Gun was left unsecured in the apartment. Um, So very, very sad. Um, Two young children in the home, now in the care of relatives. Uh, Detectives are looking into the case, and the uh, father... Can and I believe should uh, face charges on that because you cannot leave a loaded weapon out for kids to have uh, access to it. And it's just a very, very extremely, extremely sad story. The momentum for the resignation of Worthington School Board member Sam Shim is building a petition started by students that had 500 signatures early in the week now has a thousand signatures. Uh, Mr. Shim, you will recall, is the Worthington Board of Education member who, while three people were attending a Board of Education meeting the other night that he did not care for because they must have been talking too loud for his sensibilities or they were seated in chairs that were labeled for staff, those two egregious violations of protocol caused Sam Shim to go on his social media and post the following. White supremacists in the room. Ugh. Yes, if you sit in the wrong chair or speak a little bit too loud for Sham, Sam Shim's sensibilities, you are, in his view, a white supremacist. Uh, Mr. Shim is uh, the first Asian American elected to the Worthington board, and I'm certainly he would not want people to make such generalities about his ethnicity, but he has, as of yet, Uh, Not really apologized for what he said. Uh, He has pleaded his intersectional bona fides as eh, kind of a cushiony, soft buffer against criticism. He says, I am deeply sorry for what I said. Sounds like an apology. Wait, wait, wait for the rest. Unfortunately, it just hit a raw nerve for me. Hmm. That's kind of translated... I'm sorry I got caught. These people are jerks. Uh, He says he will not resign, despite the mounting calls for him to step down. And he justified his actions because he was carried away with emotion. Um, That's not something that justifies it. What emotion was he carried away by? The memory of his father dying of COVID during the pandemic in late May. Now, of course, that is tragic. But it does not justify calling concerned citizens about the institution of a mask mandate. 
it does not justify calling them white supremacists. Mr. Shim, we're very sorry for your loss. I'm sure your father was a wonderful man. I'm certain that it was horrible not being able to attend his funeral or hold a funeral. But it should be noted that none of that is the fault of any of the three people who were at that board meeting. If you want to have an argument with uh, the governor of the state, the mayor of the city where your father died, which incidentally was Andrew Cuomo and Bill de Blasio, have at it. But it doesn't give you the right to label citizens white supremacists. So uh, Mr. Shim is up. Well, he will finish his term on the board on December the 31st. He is not running for re-election. <laughs> it's probably a good thing uh, because I would certainly hope he would not be re-elected uh, exhibiting that kind of bigotry. And that's what it is. It's bigotry. I would not hesitate to call it out. If it were directed at him, we should not hesitate to call it out when he directs it at others. Now, many people have posed our border situation as a situation that is an example of bigotry. If you oppose the rampant entrance into the United States of people from... hmm, Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras. You are accused, if you believe that, of bigotry yourself. And Alejandro Mayorkas, the head of Homeland Security, Jen Psaki, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, all of them are quick to play the bigotry card if you object to people coming into the United States, many of them carrying COVID, many of them released onto some planes, some buses, some other modes of transportation to other outposts in our country. But the story that they say from the podium and what they say privately about the threat of the border is a much different story. Fortunately, there are Customs and Border Protection agents who are making use of the cell phones that they are allowed to carry, and one of them recently had the record feature on when Alejandro Mayorkas was at the border assessing the clearly out-of-control situation. How out of control? Uh, In July, CBP apprehended 212,000 illegal immigrants at the border. 212,000 in a month. In a month. In one day, they apprehended 900 children. Do the math. That's 27,000 children in a month. Children. So Alejandro Mayorkas was caught on tape saying this. A couple of days ago, I was down in Mexico and I said, look, if our borders are the first line of defense, we're going to lose. And this is unsustainable. Hmm. I thought it wasn't a crisis. From the podium, it's not. On the tape, it is. As Alejandro Mayorkas continued, he said, we can't continue like this. Our people in the field can't continue, and our system isn't built for it. Yeah, that's what we've been telling you. The rest of his quote said, it's our responsibility to make sure this never happens again. The extent of the challenge should not be understated but nor should our ability to meet it. Unfortunately, they're not meeting it. They're whiffing. So we have embarrassment on the world stage in Afghanistan. We have embarrassment at our southern border. 
with COVID-positive illegal immigrants coming across, which will wreak havoc with our uh, employment situation in the U.S. and our economy. We will give them entitlements we can't afford to give to our own citizens, let alone to illegal immigrants. And the Biden administration continues to blame the whole crisis at the border on global warming. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Let's talk about something fun. Did you see the baseball game last night? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.